And it's a very good evening from us. Thank you very much for staying with SAFM and for joining us on the Spot Show, SAFM Spot On with me. Tabiso Mosia, Velele Mnyandu is here producing the show and Sylvester Komane is our technical producer. We usually have an intro when we start the show, but tonight we don't have an intro because we have a special guest already live in studio joining us. We want to congratulate the champions of the M10-8 Mamelodi Sundowns and we are joined by co-coach Mangoba Mngiti. We welcome your voice notes. We welcome your calls. You can send your voice notes to 061-4104-107. You can call us on 011-714-2006 if you you have any words of congratulations or any comment for the coach who's already here right on time seven o'clock on the dot coach good evening and thank you for joining us on safm spot on good evening my brother and good evening to all the listeners thank you you don't even have to look at your watch you were here right on time coach and we appreciate it congratulations on uh, the trophy how does it feel because the build-up to the to the final was dominated by how much sundowns wants to win this trophy is it a bit of a relief uh, I would say it's a bit of a relief uh, because it's it's one trophy that we've all been gunning for and it's one trophy that we told the players at the beginning of the season that it's very important to make sure that we bring it home for, so that the players that are there now can create their own legacy of having brought something that was not there before. And uh, it was very good to see it coming home. But the truth of the matter is it was it was a little bit tough. We made it tough because, th- to be honest, we could have easily finished that match within the 90 minutes. But we we fluffed a lot of very good chances. You, you prefer to do it the hard way. But before we get into that, how special is it? It's not the first time that you win this trophy, obviously. Uh, we have some flashbacks of 2009 there. Uh, Coach, how does this one feel? No, I must, I must be honest. In a moment like this, you, you really feel some elements of gratitude, some elements of uh, humility, because you, you realize uh, so many people that have helped you to, to be in this journey and make sure that you, you acquire as much knowledge as we are now and you are able to bring home trophies uh, back-to-back sometimes. And uh, to win the M10-8 then becomes more special because I won it with Colina Rose when nobody ever thought we can. Yeah. But uh, bringing this one home just presents a new history of, of us as coaches at Sundowns having brought a trophy that has been elusive for, for so many years. So it's a very special moment, but a humbling moment as well to for one to appreciate the support that we are getting from the board of the club, the chairperson of the club, the president and everybody else around the club, uh, including our technical department, the medical staff, the conditioning department, our security guys, the kitchen staff, and everybody. Because when you win, it's always important that you you become as accommodative and as grateful that it's not because of you that the team has made it, but it's because of the contribution of each and everybody that is within the club. And not forgetting the efforts of our players, the discipline is very good. Everything is always in place. Our boys are, are working very hard to to make us to look like very good coaches sometimes because they really are a very big bunch of talented players. And what's been key to the start this season, Coach? Because you've ended the tag in previous seasons <coughs> as slow starters at Sundowns, but we've seen you've hit the ground running in the league, having yet to concede, and you've now won the M10-8 this season. What's What's been key? Have you done anything differently this season? I wouldn't say much, but uh, maybe the experiences of the previous uh, seasons have also helped us to, not, to, not to immediately bring in a lot of our new players, uh, 
but rather to to make sure that the integration process is a little bit slower. Maybe we start using them as substitutes up until they build their momentum, uh, which is why now a Kutumela is now a starter. But if you look at our team, we're trying our best to keep uh, our old guard as much as we can so that we make sure that we, we, we use the players that have finished the previous season very well so that we can start on a good note instead of being excited and wanting all the new players to, to come in and, and show what they can offer and immediately have challenges as a result. So that's why we've not really used a lot of our new guys a lot. Maybe we have used them as substitutes. Uh, Kutumela has built his profile because of the matches that we have played already, but he did not start uh, from the beginning. Then you, you've you got a divine long home who got one match and it happened to be a Golden Arrows match and he also scored and from there he got injured. But generally we tried to, to, to start with the team that finished well last season and I think that has also helped us a little bit. How close is the Noah Mayema though? How close was he from starting? Because every time he's had a chance, I think he's grabbed it. Now the boy is unbelievable. The boy is unbelievable. Uh, to be honest, he, he, he was very close to start that match but uh, you know the gods of football at times they talk to us. Mm. Because we just felt maybe because we were anticipating that uh, Mashekho was going to start the match. Ah. So that's why we overloaded the the right side with Mudao and Tapelo because mm. we wanted uh, to have a proper two versus two because Mashekho creates a lot of problems in attack. Mm. And we felt now maybe might not have the the necessary intensity to last the whole match against a, a Mashekho who is the most important player for Cape Town City. But uh, unfortunately, when when uh, Mashekho did not start, we had Tapelo. But Tapelo, with his experience, he also managed to get us a goal mm. in the match, which uh, maybe he could have had more if uh, circumstances favoured him. But the truth of the matter is we are very happy with Neo. He's a very intelligent player, technically very sound, uh, very nippy, and you need those dribbles, you need that left foot, and uh, surprisingly also has a right foot when it suits him. So we, we, we are very impressed with the youngster. I'm, I'm also very, very, very happy with him. I was about to ask you about starting Tapelo ahead of a Domingo because I remember the last time we spoke to you about the 2009 final, you were telling us uh, how you had to use Njabulo Mangana. You had a trick up your sleeve for Njabulo in that 09 final. So I thought you had another one up your sleeve by starting Tapelo ahead of, uh, of, of, of Domingo. But I think you've explained that. And, and Kutumela, what works in his favor? Does it work the fact that he can play this high pressing game um, of sundowns? Uh, Ekutumela presents a slightly different specimen. He's, he's a little bit direct as a player. He, mm. he plays for a goal. He plays to beat somebody, to go forward, to create a, a scoring opportunity. A cross is something that he delivers almost every match. And uh, taking somebody on, it's, it's one of his main fortes. He's not somebody who is o- only going to drift inside and pe- play backwards and combination play, maybe not give you anything incisive. So Ikutumela is, uh, I always say, is a player with a goal. Uh-huh. Uh, it's either he passes someone to score or he scores. And even in this match, there is one scenario where I felt he could have cracked it, but he still played a very good pass to Rivaldo and he also took a very good shot. But in that angle, Ikutumela with a Kela in the far post can be very dangerous. But uh, he's, he's one very important player in our team as it is now. And was the change injury enforced then, coach? Yes, it was definitely injury-enforced because it was very important to us. 
he, he offers us something that uh, not many players will, will give you. If mm. you remember the game against Golden Arrows away from home, mm. when he started to build his profile at Sundowns, uh, he was very direct in those few minutes, and he, he put a cross in for Pavol to score his first goal. And we we, we wanted that directness behind those fullbacks of uh, of Cape Town City because we knew Tami would be attacking, uh, Mashejo would be atta- attacking, in as much as they played Dove in the previous match, but we mm. thought maybe Mashejo did not play because he had three yellow cards. So chances are that he was going to start this one because, because Mashejo is ultra-offensive and we were, we were of the view that we must be able to put a trap of having a Peter, a Kutu and a Tapelo also looking to exploit the space behind them. And uh, I believe it worked. We started the game very well and we scored a very good goal from, from Kutu's press and a very good composure to put that ball at the right moment for Tapelo to finish. Even against Paris, Kutu put his hand up there. He was very impressive in that game. And then, was there a plan to subdue a Tato Mukeke there? Because we've seen how crucial he's been for, for Cape Town City. But it seems like you had him figured out as well as Mtanzane a bit there. Again, the reason why Kutumela had to play ahead of Villa as a 10 in this match is because we wanted uh, to give very little time to, to Mukeke because he is the one who, who plays the music there. He's the one who switches play from from left to right. And you might have seen that immediately Kutumela was out. In as much as we wanted a lot of incision from Kemit to try mm. and get a goal, but uh, we lost a little bit of defensive discipline on Mokeke, and he started to have some very dangerous balls in, in towards the wide channel, switching play. And uh, Mokeke is one of the most undermined players, but uh, he's one of the best midfielders in the country. Okay, for those who are just joining us, we're in conversation with the M10A champion Sundowns co-coach Mangoba Mngiti joining us in studio. We've just been joined by the trophy also, and the trophy doesn't have legs. It actually did not walk here. It's being brought by Dennis Onyango. What else can he not do, Dennis Onyango? He even brings the trophy here to studio himself. Uh, how's that? Dennis is going to join us. He's just going to take a seat and put his headphones on, and he's, he's going to join us shortly. Um, coach, you mentioned that Kemet also probably didn't give you what you wanted, or you were looking for more from him going forward where is he in his game as far as you are concerned because there's no doubt about his talent now, defensively he, he struggled a little bit but offensively he could have easily scored there was a very good shot he took and he creates a lot of intelligent moments in, in attack uh, one would not say we did not get what we wanted offensively we got what we wanted but defensively we started to and again immediately we brought Kemet and then they started to change the shape yeah. Then they went to a back three and introduced Mashech or introduced a Makola uh, and Ajugan. Yeah. Then in that moment, we probably had 10, 15 minutes where we lost control of the game a bit, but we brought it back when we brought Mkulisi, Hashim and a Villa inside. Then unfortunately, we, we could not immediately steal the game. I know a lot of talk has been about Dennis and we're going to speak to him shortly, but without singling out too many players, coach, how terrific has Andy Lejali been in that midfield and what's key to his consistency? He also seems to be injury-free also. Do those align? Uh, what's key when he's injury-free and when he's consistent? Uh, I think his level of professionalism uh, has helped him to, to, to stamp his authority in the team. We've not had any negative issues about Andy Le off the field of late. He's been very focused, very good shape. Uh, that's why he's not even getting injured. And uh, 
there's that fight in him that you like as a coach. Uh, he's that boy that wants to bulldoze the midfield and to make life difficult for the opponents and to fight for every ball. And that is uh, is one element that you do not find very often uh, of late. But uh, Andile does present that element of uh, uh, a fight in the midfield and wanting to dominate that space. And I think they're complementing each other very well with Rivaldo because Rivaldo is a more quiet, mm. good passer of the ball, good, uh, very intelligent anticipation and perceptual speed of what the opponents might be thinking. And uh, with somebody who also works as hard next to him, then it becomes a very good combination for us. And, li- and leadership when it comes to Andy, I mean, we saw how vocal he was on the pitch. Is that what you get in the dressing room also? Yeah, it's, uh, that's why he's also been our captain in, in, in some of the matches. Uh, in our team, we are fortunate to have uh, a player like Andy, a player like Dennis, a player like Kennedy Moene, a player like uh, Rivaldo Kutsi, a Musa Lebusa. We've got quite a, a big number of players that take full responsibility of the game and uh, are able to command the team and, and lead the team towards a certain direction. Even when the going gets tough, you've got those personalities that say, you cannot allow this. And, and and as a coach, you cannot help but appreciate to have such leadership within your group. Before we go to Dennis, I saw when he walked in, you greeted him like you were seeing him for the first time, uh, a coach. I mean, what more can be said about this man sitting next to you here, Dennis Onyang? And what do you make of his heroics in that final? <coughs> but not only that, it seems like this goalkeeping department, whenever somebody gets called up, they're ready to step up. Uh I, I always have very few words when it comes to Dennis because there, there have been many arguments about who is the best goalkeeper in South Africa, this and that and that and that. And I've always said, I think he's Africa's number one. Mm. And when he delivers a performance like that, maybe people will, will always start to realize when, he's, when he gives us so many clean sheets, I think he, him alone last season gave us between 12 and 13 clean sheets, if I'm not mistaken. And this season, how many clean sheets he has given you. And it's not like he's not uh, attacked because at times we give credit to the defense and say, hey, the defense was good and all that. Yes, our defensive structure from the strikers to the midfield to the defenders is good. But there are moments where Dennis is called for duty. Uh, You will remember the saves he made against Pirates. Mm. You will remember the saves he made against Colinaros. You'll remember the saves he made even against Cape Town City. And there are so many matches where uh, sometimes we get so much credit, but when your goalkeeper is also close to becoming a man of the match, you must know you, you are having the right goalkeeper in your team because it's not everything that will be defended by, the, by your last line or your midfield or your attackers. But uh, personally, as a coach, to work with him as a professional. At a professional level, I've been with Dennis for for how many years now? I think it's seven at Sundowns. And mm. if, if he can tell you, I wanted him somewhere before he went <laughs> he went he went to Black Aces this Malaka, but <laughs> I could not get him. Why did you go the long way around, Dennis? Good evening. Thanks for joining us. Good evening to you and good evening to the listeners. Dennis, in your wildest dreams before that game, whether you were dreaming, fantasizing about the match, did you think you'd stop five penalties? Though My job is to keep the, the net clean and uh, I have to give my best all the time. Sometimes it doesn't happen, but when the opportunity comes and uh, luck falls on my side, I think it, it, it happens most of the time. And a lot of people have been asking if it's a record or not, and we've seen that 
There was a goalkeeper in the reunion that saved five penalties in one shootout. There was another one in Germany that served five, but one was in normal time and four were in a shootout. And from what we've seen, Dennis, it looks like this is a world record. Are you aware of it? <laughs> Someone sent it to me, but uh, I really like to research on such issues. But it's it's a motivation factor, and uh, for me, it pushes me to work a little bit harder because it puts more pressure on me because... Now everyone wants to see this guy who saved five penalties. <laughs> when you play a different team, they want to score against this guy who saved five penalties. So it's 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 good that that we we make such records and uh, it motivates us and it inspires youngsters out there. But at the same time, it put pressure on us and uh, we need to deal with it at at some point. And do you feel the pressure in a penalty shootout as a goalkeeper? Of course, you you must feel the pressure because. Uh, without pressure you can't perform and uh, in football you must always have pressure uh, sometimes we, we joke a lot when we are off the pitch but when you're on the pitch it's all about business and you, you must give your best because I knew at the back of my mind that uh, I have to pull out some saves because of what happened before uh, when Kennedy uh, played a huge part when he played Chiefs so it was my time to to, to, to reward him as well because he started this journey and uh, I had to end it the, the right way and I think that was the right way <laughs> and it always happens like that I remember a couple of seasons ago you were injured Kennedy stepped up I think it was against Chippite Loftus had his last minute penalty save there you came back for the last few matches and you saved and the team won the league and it always what does it say about this goalkeeping department uh, I think uh, I don't know if Coach Mangova uh, mentioned it but we, we have a very healthy uh, goalkeeping department whereby Whoever plays must give his best, and we have no grudges. When I play, all of them support me. When Kennedy plays, we all support him. When Riyad plays or Goss plays. So for us, it's not about individuals. It's about giving the best to the team because at the end of the day, when they look at the, the goalkeeper who's playing and is not performing, it will also uh, reflect on the other goalkeepers because whoever plays must be on top form and the other keepers must make him look better and they must make him a better goalkeeper. So... For us, we just have to be leaders on the pitch and make sure we support each other and support the team and make sure we, we, we win all the games. Wonderful. We are joined in studio by Dennis Onyango and Coach Mangoba Mngiti. I see the voice notes are coming in, so we're going to take a break and play. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Let's go straight to the voice notes. We can't keep people waiting. Good evening, Mr. Coach Mangoba. My question is, when are we going to see the likes of Gift Mutupa and the Sedika Vinga and Spisongoveni? Because I think it is time for you to bring, uh, for your coaches to bring Gift uh, Mutupa because I think for me he's a great player and he can make an impact. Uh, while maybe if Kutumel uh, is off now, because uh, for me uh, Erasmus is still flat, you know. He needs Hey, it's Bonga here from Nails Parade, Bumarang. Hey, Mr. Mighty man. Congratulations with your win as the, the MTA champions. Hey, but Mr. Mighty man, the Antoana man, now we make it like a cold, man. He gives this boy too much of a hand. He must know his place. He's a co-coach. He's not the head coach. But now he behaves like he's a big shot. The trophies with Peter Musimani. Uh, good evening, uh, Tabiso and Coach uh, Mangova. There, this is Tato from Bloomfontein. Kelsanda <laughs> Wana. Yeah, 
So, Coach Man, congratulations for winning the cup that we have been hungry for for these uh, many years. Uh, just one quick question, though, uh, about George Man, George Malulek. Uh, how he, how is he uh, coming? Is he go- are we going to see him uh, starting some games or getting a chance uh, in few ga- in few games to come? Or what is happening there, Coach? Thank you. Okay, thanks for those. Let's take those for now for Coach Mangnova. Coach, you're being asked a lot about the players that are not playing. I know you did say at the top of the interview when we started that um, you wanted, you probably learned from what you did last season by not putting in everybody at the same time. But the guys are asking about Ngobeni, they're asking about Gift, George Maluleka, and, and some of those who haven't seen a lot of game time. No, no, it's, uh, it's, it's fair. <clears throat> because everybody wants to see some of his favorite players playing and we brought these players because we believe they've got something to offer we've given george some games uh, he played even in the champions league uh, away from home kapinga has been doing very well in training uh, of late he's, he's really knocking at the door we is very close to get his chance motopa did not start the preseason very well he came back overweight a little bit but he has worked very hard to get himself back and he's been doing very well in the friendlies that we've been playing. He was even part of the squad that uh, went to Devon. It was just unfortunate not to make the last 20. But uh, he's, he's, he's looking very good. But uh, it's, it's very difficult. You know, yeah. it's, at times it will be nice when a person says, let's put this one in and he's able to say who must go out. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, it's, so, it's so easy. I, even myself, I want to see... Cause playing. I want to see Dennis playing. Mm. I also want to see Kennedy and Riyad <laughs> playing. You know, all of them. Uh, I believe they must play because they are all good and they've they've done very well. And in fact, uh, you've got goalkeepers like Riyad, whom I strongly believe uh, him and Cause can easily represent the national team. Mm. And uh, whenever we've given them opportunities, they've done very well to show their quality. But Dennis is not giving them a chance as well. He's, he's He's saving five penalties, he's keeping <laughs> clean sheets, it's what what How what do you what, drop him? what do we do? <laughs> you know. And we want to see these other players. Make no mistake. You've just spoken about Andy Lichardi now. You've spoke about Domingo Mkulisi. And George is a very good player. We brought him because we believe he can do something for us. Mm. You've got Motobi, you've got all these players are looking to play in the team, but we brought them because we know our schedule and the number of matches we have. There is no way they will not play. At a certain point, they will have to play. And Spiso Ngobeni is doing very well in training. And uh, the the pressure in that position is very hard. But yeah. the boy is going to come up tops. is working against maybe with very good left backs. And that might build him up to become one of the best in the country. You have Divine Lunga in that space. You have Lyle Lake in that space. You have Modiba in that space. So it's a little bit tough. The other question was about you being very subdued, Coach throughout the matches, even this match. Is that how you prefer to be behind the scenes, taking a back seat there? You know, personally, the, in South Africa, there is this fascination about uh, standing up and shouting and what, 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 what. But personally, I believe I see a lot of things. When when I'm just watching the match quietly, I'm able to, to miss very little detail in, in the match. And I've been doing this all these years. And that's why I'm working with Coach Ulan. That's why I'm working with Coach Steve, because we are different. And those differences are our strength. And those differences make us to, to be a better team. 
And if for for other people, I know one of my of my friends once lost a job because he was told that hey, you are not standing up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe if standing up, at times people stand up. I've seen one coach before. He stood up and uh, he went to the player. He called the player. The player came in and uh, he, he said, he said. All is well, my boy. So he can just be seen that yeah, he's standing all up. All is well, my boy. Then the people were saying, hey, this one is better because he stands up. But all he was saying, all is well, my boy. And he deserved the structure of the team because he had to bring the player closer to him when the team was still attacking. So it's 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 one of the things that I uh, people must understand. That's my personality. And mm-hmm. I've... I've been a coach at all levels and I've I've been fortunate to to win a lot of trophies from school football to whatever without the noise and the standing up and the jumping because that's not me. And just before we let you go, Coach, I don't know how much you've seen of social media, but a lot's been made about your reaction of that team talk about 1976. Um, What did you make of that team talk, just pep talk from Coach Rolani? Were you expecting that? I would prefer not to comment about that. <laughs> Can not, you... not that I'm saying it, yeah. there was anything wrong with it, but uh, he he was trying to galvanize some energy. Mm. And uh, he made a very good reference about uh, a lot of other people that were shot mm. at the back, but only one person uh, is remembered because he was shot in front. Uh, and he was telling our players to... to to understand that it's better to to be a hero and go and fight your battles instead of being subdued and accept that you can just allow the game to go through. So it it was a positive talk in my standards, and mm. I I I will always want to to say yes when a person hears 1976 in a football match already you say ah what is this now? But mm. w- the message inside that that talk was very positive. I'm sure it was a history lesson for Dennis who wouldn't have been around here and know much about 1976 <clears> in South Africa. Before we let you go, Coach, this win comes at a time when you've been nominated alongside Coach Pizzo, uh, Coach Chabani of Esperance for those um, International Federation of Football History Statistics Coach of the Year Award. Your name, I don't know if you saw, but it's amongst the top 26 in the world. How do you feel about that? <laughs> no, no, I don't even want to talk much about those things there. <laughs> Mina, Mina, tell me so one thing I like in football, more than anything else in the world, is to win a football match. Mm. Uh, positions and all these things are not the most important things. And I'm, I'm very serious and honest about it. I want to win a match. And I'm fortunate that I'm in a club that gives me what I like the most, which is to win matches. Uh, as for awards and nominations and all these things... To me, they are not important. Maybe they'll take me away from a match that I would win. You know, <laughs> and I will be very unhappy not to win the match. Maybe later on when you're relaxing with your grandkids, maybe they will mean something to you, Coach. But I know on to the next one with you. We're going to let you go if you want to hear more of Coach Mangoba. You can catch him on Ukoze right now. That's where we're going to let him go to. It's a sister station here at S- on SABC. So uh, you can go there. You are welcome to go there. We're not chasing you away, but if you want to hear more of the coach. But Dennis will stay with us for a few minutes. And we're going to take a quick break and we'll cross over to the IEC Operations Center to get the latest with the elections. And we're still here with Dennis Onyango. I know your voice notes are here. We're going to let him answer for the last five minutes of uh, our interview and then we're going to move on to cricket. But let's take a quick break and come back with your voice notes. So do we go straight to the voice notes, Velile? Let's go straight to the voice notes. 
Congratulations to Masandawana. Uh, that cup it was Hamdinga. And now let's go for, for, for Club World Cup. It's the only thing that is left in that is missing in our cabinet. Congratulations, Masandawana. Good evening, Tabiso and the Sandawana coach with Dennis Onyango there. I'm a Kesa Chiefs fan. But the credit must be given when it is you. Uh, sometimes they uh, have got uh, consistency and they always hungry for a win. And they always take every match serious. They don't have small teams, they don't have big teams. I so wish Kaiser Chiefs can also do the same as one of the big teams in South Africa. So I just want to say congratulations deserved it thank you good day uh Tabizo. good day uh, to the sundowns team coach Wangoban and cohen and Dennis Onyango. congratulations in order uh with regards to winning the mtn8 you know i mean you know now we always start slow and finish you know up but now you know, I mean, uh, it's, it's been long since we won the the CAF, and and also looking at last season, we were the only team that I watched which travelled Alakhli. You know, after that, you know, Alakhli, you know, were free. I mean, we hit the post. I don't know how many times we controlled the games and stuff like that. So I think you know, if we can beat Alakhli, we can win the the CAF Champions League. You know, because I I think it's long overdue the second star. We should have been on three now, you know, because we're the only team that can, can trouble Alakli. You know, thank you very much. Okay, thanks for those voice notes. We also acknowledge some of them on uh, social media. And um, Dennis, everybody wants to talk about the penalties, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you after the game, you said you practice them, but how do you practice them? Does Coach Wendell sit with you? Do you watch how these guys take penalties? How does it work? Uh, good evening once again to the listeners. Um, for any team to prepare for such a big game, you need to uh, analyze every detail. And for, for us, uh, immediately after we played the Champions League game against uh, Meniam Union from, 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 uh, from DRC, we switched focus to the, to the final of the MTN because we knew as well it's very, very important for us for a trophy that has been away from the club for over 14 years. Uh, it was very important for us to take this opportunity as as players and as the club. So we, we, we started immediately by looking at all aspects of, of Cape Town City, where they're strong, uh, their weak points, because every team has its strong points and weak points. And uh, we looked also at the penalties because the game could go either way and it can go into penalties and that's what happened. So we were watching all the details, uh, even the the penalties they took when they knocked out, uh, us out of the of the MTN uh, cap in in uh, I think two or three seasons back. So mm-hmm. uh, we knew all the details, even though some guys had gone off. But uh, we had a few uh, clips of of the new guys, and uh, sometimes it's also the mindset and being positive uh, towards the penalty kickers. And and with Kanye Somayo taking the first one, is that somebody that you would have seen take a penalty before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've been watching, as I said, we've been watching them. Uh, even though someone told me he changed his mind, but 
they know that we watch and everyone knows that we watch them so it's up to you who's kicking to choose a spot and he chose the spot and I was there and I saved the penalty but it's always uh, good to, to, to have such people around you that uh, give you the confidence uh, uh, to go into the game, the analysts and the goalkeeping department, which tells you, look, when he stands like this, he's, he, it looks like he's going this side. And, mm. and it works out at the end of the day because even when we played uh, one of... Uh, the, 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 it was a telecom knockout in, in Devon mm. in the same pitch and Tiko Modisa spoke to me when, when Shaba was going to kick and he said he's going that side. I had to believe him and I went the same side and I saved the penalty. So it's the belief that you get from the technical team and the players around you. Some people were talking about uh, maybe Dennis, when it comes to penalties, is weak. Go to his right-hand side. There's been some <laughs> talk about that. Have you heard that talk? Yeah, I've had the talk from the same players. They talk and they say, <laughs> no, we were told you are weak on the right. But it's the instincts of the goalkeeper. I might be strong on the left because you saw me saving on the left. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm also strong on the right when you go to the right arm and, and I'm there. So I, I, I choose the, the side and I go full out. So... It's 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 all about the goalkeeper initiating and going strong on the side that he believes the ball is going rather than being weak. Of course, some peep, peep, uh, goalkeepers are, are weak on one of the sides, but it's how he feels on the day and takes the decision. A lot's been said about goalkeeper, you moving off the line, even though I felt both goalkeepers at some stage were moving off the line during those penalty shootouts. But as a keeper in that situation, hit of the moment, are you aware where you are? My focus is the ball. Uh, and try as much as possible to stay uh, in line with the with the rules and all that. But uh, of course, I don't look at the negative side because everyone is looking at the negative side that probably I moved off the line and all that. But did they see the the, the Cape Town City goalkeeper where they moved mm-hmm. off the line? Because they lost. Now no one sees the other side. But uh, if I had moved off the line and they, they had scored, what would one say? No, he moved off, but they scored. No, they would look at it in a different way. So for me, I don't look at the negative side. I look at the positive side that we won the, the, the title. And we moved on from that stage. And uh, we're looking forward to the next game, which is the league, uh, league campaign. Okay, wonderful. Dennis, thank you for your time. Thanks for joining us in studio. We really appreciate it. I know it's probably been a busy day for you. It still doesn't, doesn't stop with all the interviews. But you deserve <laughs> it. You deserve all the plaudits. You deserve all the credits. Is Dennis thinking about coming out of international retirement now, Dennis? <laughs> no, I'm happy with Sundown. I think Sundown <laughs> is keeping me fresher so, and younger. Sundown keeps me younger. I keep playing and that's it. Okay, wonderful. Thanks, Dennis. <laughs> All right, thanks. Masindi so Onyango joining us live in studio there, the hero of the MTN 88 as uh, Sundown's beating Cape Town City on penalties. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to talk cricket after this.